0: This is the Gary V audio experience. How do I build that audience for people to consume that content? I'm gonna give you the best fucking advice ever. I'm so confident about this one. As good as I have felt so far today, this is the one I'm most confident about and I'm pretty confident about everything else I've said in here so far. You have to start a podcast and then you have to post produce the video of the podcast for LinkedIn ads. So what's cool about this is you, I'm gonna make assumptions that you have a little bit of a sense of me, Sam. What you see from me a lot of times is I don't, I'm not an influencer. I'm a businessman who figured out how to do things that could be recorded to then be my content. Right. My entire speaking career, which is lucrative, is mainly because I want the content. It's fucking crazy. you you get paid for something you're gonna do already no even better i'm getting paid for something i wouldn't have done otherwise that is impacting me even more on my core business yeah you know fucking crazy that is that's basically what i want you to do watch how this works out so you stand up a financial service or a money management or whatever you know you stand up a show you know dollars and cents with sam rodriguez right that's the show now that you have a podcast you'll be blown away by what i'm about to say you start cold Emailing people on LinkedIn to be a guest that are fancy. Fancy people. Like people that are in CNBC and the Wall Street Journal. And one out of every 29 of them, Sam, is gonna say yes because everybody is a publicity whore. Okay. So how do you how do you how do you even get an audience for your podcast? How do you build that audience? LinkedIn. So this okay. is the next part. So you film the first one with Calvin, it's 42 minutes. Now you have to have the ability, whether you learn this yourself, cause it's fun, whether you have a younger sibling, whether you hire an intern who, you know, Jay is this guy I assume in Calvin's world or, or, or he definitely had somebody in his world do this cause he had six and I'm assuming Jay handles a lot of those things now, but you figure out at the lowest possible cost, Sam, which starts with you. Do you watch 20 hours of YouTube videos for free of how to use Adobe? Like, you know, I'm thrilled if you want, you know, I'm sure my team will give you 15 minutes for free to like how to stand up a podcast. Like give you, we probably have a, I probably have an article on my website right now that explains it all. So you start up the show. You then have five moments in your meeting with Calvin that were good points. You felt you sounded smart. Calvin made a good stop. Uh, thank you, Kate. There's something called Stork. I'm sure Kate will tell you about that. So, but by the way, and on the record, I know Stork is wildly inexpensive as a newsletter, but Still, you can definitely find this stuff for free. It might just save you time. You might wanna pay 39. That's why people pay those kind of things, right? The time of finding the free. Anyway, nonetheless, you then cut those five clips and then you post them with copy on your LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the B2B version of TikTok right now. LinkedIn and TikTok are the only two social media platforms that will give you organic reach on every post more than you deserve based on your behaviors prior to the post. Meaning, if you're a quote unquote nobody, meaning you don't even have a TikTok or LinkedIn account, your first post of a 39 second video or a two minute 19 second video, Sam, of you and Calvin talking will get 3000 views. Whereas that same video on YouTube and Instagram, Facebook and Twitter will get nine. Okay. And that will become your life, and then you're going to learn how to spend ad money. So now you're spending that. Now you learn that a video went viral, and you should spend a thousand dollars against a five mile radius of you of your of your house to get local people. Like so, duh, 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 yeah. duh, you got it. Yeah. So how do you move people from being consumers of your content to consumers of your product? By the quality of your content. Okay. So they'll just they'll just they'll, they will inquire, my friend, and I then build it's rapid- like no, come. 100,000% because you're gonna say, thanks everybody for listening, Sam Rodriguez. And you know, send an email to me if you need me, say I'm at the bit and things will just start happening. You're In the first episode, you're gonna say, here I am. I don't know if you guys know this character on the internet, Gary V told me to do a podcast. Well, here I am, let me tell you about myself. I grew up here, I did this, this is what I do for a living, this, is this, you know, my ambition is to educate, put some karma on the board, feature some guests that I think deserve recognition, let the chips fall where they may. Would I love to be your person? Sure. I would not even say that line or say that line. They both work the end. So if I want, if if I'm trying to build say a nationwide team of advisors that do fantastic work for people, how do I get these people that are consuming me to want to work with my team versus me? Very, very easily. You speak to it about day one. Like I don't sell myself at mean, You just, you say it, you say, you, you storytell, you have your team on one of the episodes and everyone shoots the shit. Okay. You just tell people the truth. You know, uh, let me, I'm gonna role play. Hey guys, you know, first of all, thanks to everybody who's listening. This is now episode 19. This has been insane. When that guy, like I told you, Gary Vee, like when he told me to do this, I never thought I'd have this many people already listening. I'm blown away. A Couple things I just wanna share. A lot of you reaching out to work with me. Let me tell you a little bit more about my actual business. I've got a group of nationwide people. I vet them, I do this. Um, so, mostly they're reaching out like, honestly, I'm probably not going to work directly with you. You're going to be working with my team. By the way, if you're out there listening and you think you're great at this, I'd love to have you on my team. So, if you email me and say you want to be part of the team, I'm also always looking for that. Um, and also, by the way, if not, you know, Please sit back and enjoy this free information. I hope it brings you value or maybe brings an important question that you can bring to your financial advisor. And I think what's cool about that, Sam, is you've already been in this meeting with me now for 40 minutes. You can see my concern. We have things that I think can help Josh, but I don't necessarily want to sell Josh the $15,000 thing either. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be transactional. I want to educate of like, hey, here's what you need to think about. Right? In the macro, the right thing is for me to get everybody's media business. That's how we really do business. But I'm not telling Josh to hire Sasha over who the fuck he's using. I'm fucking telling him the best advice would just take this shit in house. Yeah. Got it? Yep. If I build a personal brand that is so um, attached to my business, how do I exit with it being emotionally attached to me? Is it then, You'll be not. you'll be you'll be stuck working for your new company that bought you for three years, and after that you'll be free as a bird and you'll do it again. Oh, okay, okay. No, but that, I I've asked that question and, and now but I. It's think very, but it's a very it's a very yeah it's a very interesting question. I'm glad you asked it. A lot of people fear it, so yes. it stops them from building a personal brand, which oftentimes, not always, often is the biggest leverage point you have to building a big business. Mm-hmm. But. Look at the history of time, but even closer to your world. Bobby Brown, the incredible makeup artist, she sold her company. She worked for Revlon or L'Oreal or Estee Lauder. I don't remember which big company bought her for several years, non-compete, and then she was done. I'm currently living this right now. I started a wine brand. I sold it to Constellation in March. I'm tied up for another three years, and then after three years, I'm going to start a tequila brand or another wine brand or what, if yeah. or nothing. So. I think you need to... that that was my biggest fear that was my biggest fear and I think i've I've looked at it in the wrong perspective correct but, but my 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 biggest my biggest question for you is um in if you would be in my shoes right now building um, two different businesses they feel like two different businesses although the same brand right um how what would your what would your strategy be there if you were me? I would think about the world in a 60 20 20. Realm, well, mm-hmm. 60, 20, 20, all of my behavior, the way I would staff my brain, my heart, the way I would think about the world would be 60, 20, 20. Let me explain. 60% of my energy time money would be around the brand, because to your point, it's the same brand, two different functions. Mm-hmm. Yes. 20% of my heart, my soul, my money, my energy would be for the unique individual businesses to stand up their needs. So obviously the salon that people come to- What What do you mean with that? You've got, correct me if I'm wrong, you've got the salon and then you're selling the product direct to consumer. Yes, yes. So spending time to hire a manager for the salon, thinking about the aesthetics of the salon, renovating the salon, changing the prices of how much you charge at the salon, that gets 20% of my energy. It really gets okay. eighty. It really gets eighty because the sixty percent up top is. I'm always thinking about my business and my brand. Yeah. Same on the other side. Having a meeting around cardboard with Matt, or packaging is not something the salon needs, but it's something your DPC business does. What I'm giving you is a triangle to think about your day. Why that works is then you don't get too far away from one side or the other because you've got to carry both balls. Understand? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So that's how I would think about it. They're different businesses, but they're all one business. Yeah. Make sure you, it's like having two children. Yeah, yeah. it feels that way, yeah. Right, but they're both your family, they're both your children, you're gonna care equally and, and passionately. And and like, if anybody, you know, some of the people here are further along in their parenting lives, sometimes one child needs a lot more attention for 36 months than another one for a week, da, da, da. And so, Being mentally prepared to bounce between where you need to be is important. But I think what you have is exactly right. I think you've structured it properly. I think in today's world, having a DTC and a physical component is a very smart strategy. I, for example, as you've been noticing, I've been sipping on something. This is called bone broth. I am obsessed with it. I am seriously thinking about, not kidding, getting into the bone broth business. And when I think about it, I think about having a incredible, beautiful location, one in New York, one in LA, one in Austin, one in Miami, one in Chicago, right? One in Denver. And then a very aggressive refrigerated direct to consumer business. So, you know, I think you do both in today's world of internet and real life. You should be in both if you're capable. Some people are not, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, like, I like the way you're going about it. The number, let me give you the number one mistake that I see every day of the week, which is people in personal brand try to transact way too soon. And then the audience fights them off and they have no interest. So the thing that you need to figure out is what do you have to say to the world? And how are you putting out content on a daily basis across all platforms. That is your number one requirement. And with no mention of buy tickets to my events, no mention to buying books, no mention. Build community. People will come out to you and say, hey, I see that you have this community. Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me? You can monetize the B2B. Try not to monetize the audience for one year and put out as much content as possible. It is the most important thing I can tell you.